You're listening to For Your Consideration, the political podcast, with your hosts, Wesley, Pinkston, and Malone. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to For Your Consideration, the political podcast. As always, I'm your host, Wesley. Here with me is Malone and Pinkston. Hey. Hello. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a few things. Some big news today was Donald Trump got, quote unquote, in the peach for the second time. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to transition into talking about, you know, a couple of the GOP senators uh, like Josh Hawley and uh, Ted Cruz, where they're, you know, people are really, really mad about them. And uh, we're going to see, you know, talk about, you know, what might happen to them, where they go from here. They sink with a Trump ship or, you know, jump ship. And we talked about that a lot, but I feel like it's, I mean, now it's more relevant than ever. Then we're going to, you know, transition to, you know, what, what we think, you know, how, how big of a, a big of a hand the, GOP senators and congressmen that denied the election or uh, denied the election results had a, had to play with the with the riots in DC and maybe a little preview of what we think what we think might happen on inauguration day and stuff like that. So, I guess we'll get started with the the biggest news for the day, which is uh, Trump back in the peach. So, they they put him back in a second time, and I don't know how it would work. I don't I don't I don't know how Mitch McConnell because he's like. You know, oh, y'all, we don't reconvene until the 19th. So, I don't know how it's going to go with the Senate. I, I really don't know. Like, I know I'm supposed to be a political science major or whatever, but, like, I don't know when the Senate reconvenes and what they can do on this. You know, I don't I, – I haven't studied what happens if a president gets impeached this close to the end of his term because it never happened. Yeah, I was so, going to ask you because you might be the one to know about this. Uh, there was, at least for in the circles I was in, there was some debate over the constitutionality of doing an impeachment trial for someone who no longer actively holds that office. You know, because Reagan, That's... or not Reagan, uh, Clinton was <laughs> Nixon. <laughs> Jesus. Nixon was pardoned before any of the Watergate stuff could really resume occurrence after he was no longer president. Uh, okay, you know, uh, here's what I think about it. So I think the impeachment trial, if they can push and get the Senate to, I think right now they're like the best case scenario is they get him removed for, from office for the last like last couple of days to to kind of dampen the blow of anything that he might cause on inauguration day. I think that's the biggest thing. But in re- I, I think realistically speaking, I don't think he he will be removed before inauguration day. I think the point of the impeachment is just for it because the trial was started while he was still president. So I believe the trial could still, because uh, well, it's not a concluded trial. The trial has to be finished. So he's, you know, he's tried as he was, for the, you know, for what he did at the time when he was president. And yeah. so if he if he's impeached, I believe that that bars him from running from, for uh, office again. And I think that's the biggest thing they're trying to get out of it is stopping him from running from office ever again, and you know, creating this part two. You know, just kind of like, you know, the, the part two nobody ever wanted. I think that's the biggest thing. And then because once he gets out, um, he won't have executive immunity. So I think there's like, we talked about this before on a previous episode. I forget which episode it was, maybe the first current events. Um, but I mean, obviously there's a lot of stuff he can be, he's probably going to, you know, go to court for, you know, with like taxes and stuff like that, some sexual assault charges, uh, things like that. But those will be, those will be after he leaves office. But I think the point of this one is to, really prevent him from running again and doing anything on inauguration day. Well, uh, one thing that I, uh, you had brought up right when we were discussing this, uh, one thing I read earlier today, that based on 
the Senate calendar, they literally cannot have the trial until the day before the inauguration. Yeah, that's what I was talking so, about my, in my Mitch McConnell voice, the 19th. Yeah, that's when they reconvene, right? Uh, so with the, the new senators, the new, the new uh, Senate? Uh, I, I guess so. That's probably to allow travel time and settle time for the new, you know, inductees, especially from Georgia. Uh, but, you know, by that metric, you know, for all intents and purposes, the trial starts after he's no longer president. But I'm actually wondering, and this has probably never been constitutionally tested because, of course not, if an ongoing impeachment trial means that any sort of presidential pardon is not valid because the trial is still ongoing. That, for example, if Trump attempts to pardon oh, himself. that's yes, true. Would that he can't he can't pardon himself? Is that con- I don't I don't believe he can pardon himself. That also because I was going to say that the the impeachment would either be largely symbolic or them trying to get making sure he never runs again. And in my opinion, they shouldn't need to do that because he ought not to be able to win any position ever again. But but you never know with his 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 cronies. Yes. So I definitely think that the if they can actually. If by passing an impeachment, like an Articles of Impeachment, they can remove his ability to pardon himself. And logically speaking, I think that would be valid because if a president gets impeached, that would be a pretty easy thing to do to just pardon yourself and end the whole thing. Uh, But I think that would be potentially one angle of looking at it of like you can't stop. You can't save yourself in the last hour because we'll stop you from doing that. I don't think you can pardon yourself either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't pardon yourself. But I the thing is, yeah, 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 well, I was right. I'm pretty sure Nixon would have tried that. <laughs> uh, I believe the longstanding uh, thing with pardons is that accepting a pardon was an admission of guilt. And that's why it's a big deal that Nixon was pardoned for, you know, for a couple of reasons. But like that one being that Nixon accepted it because he was like, he knew that he would get got if he didn't. But. I mean, I, I don't know, like, the constitutionality of it has never been formally tried. It might be defined somewhere. You know he would try it, at least. So. Oh, yeah, he'd definitely try it. But um, I think one of the big things was, okay, so, so what if the Senate trial goes, this is, like, kind of a crazy Wesley, Wesley thought right now. Um <laughs> What if you know they convict, they reconvene on the nineteenth? This gets through in one day, and he's still president before inauguration, and Pence pardons him. You think they're trying to avoid that altogether? That's uh, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they might they might just be yeah they might be just trying to avoid that. Define because Pence I don't think Pence would do it, but still it's just something. Because you know? <laughs> after I mean Gerald Ford does. So. Okay. Uh, Define Pence pardoning him because Pence would have to be the president, like inducted and not like inaugurated as the president. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, what if he's like you know last minute, like a shotgun wedding presidency he's sworn in because somebody has to be there to you know give you know be there because he would be the president, so he has to give his power to Biden, and mm-hmm. so. Pence would be president, even if it's only for a couple minutes. I mean, uh-huh. he's, he's still technically part. Do you mean Trump. in the situation of that Trump himself does not attend the inauguration, someone has to be there to for the ceremony? I don't think he. I don't think he's going to attend. No, I'm talking about Pence being president for like a day, like half a oh. day. Oh, uh, 
I mean, in that case, Trump would have either have to resign or be convicted. And if he's convicted, then that that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if it's like it's like they get this shit passed on the 19th, like like I I, I don't know. It was just a weird corner case scenario. Well, I mean, in that case, the conviction will have already been handed down, so I don't. I wouldn't think a pardon would. I suppose because pardons have been used to override death sentences, that that would be valid. But I, I mean, even. Logically, Pence wouldn't do that. But assuming he would, I'm not actually sure if a pardon works retroactively. That if a, you know, because it's overturned death mm-hmm. sentences, so would it overturn a you can't run for office again sentence? Will uh, Mitch McConnell still be the House Majority Leader on the 19th? No, I don't believe so. About that. No, I, I, I don't. I, I believe that's when the new Congress. Because I, I believe that's are they all sworn in on the 20th? I forget. It, I don't. I don't know. I think he's at the like when when they come back, he's still technically majority leader until the the two people are sworn in. Uh, until Warnock and Ossoff. This is it. Certainly happened before. What is is it? What is the scenario when uh, it's exactly fifty fifty in the Senate? Is it simply who the presidential administration because they de facto have the like they have de facto control of the Senate. Yeah, so it well Kamala Harris is, is is the deciding vote, and that like once because I think that's what, I think they're all sworn in on the twentieth because I, logistically that makes sense. Uh, I can actually look it up right now because normally the the day that they're sworn in is like January third, but the two Georgians were not act like they weren't elected by by then, so they couldn't have been sworn in by then. So, uh, didn't they already swear in on the January third? But they're just waiting on John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock. That's that's what Pinkston was saying. Yeah, but see that decides the control of the Senate. Like that decides who flips. So we, I don't. I think they're sworn in on the twenty. I don't know. Are you looking it up? Uh, here? yes. Uh, okay. Because I was just thinking, like. What if Mitch McConnell just like can he like delay it or just like you know like be like I'll get to it eventually, and then just like avoid it until, you know, uh, it, I mean he's he I mean he's been doing that all of his life. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like Mitch McConnell is really a big you know Trump supporter, so it's like he might just like you know last thing out just like screw him over. <laughs> yeah, he he might do it. I mean it's Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell. Uh, I. <laughs> Just close out of a tab, but as far as I'm, te- I can tell, uh, it seems that the not the special election. Uh, it seems that the special election, because the person's term is still active until the new election comes in, but the existing elector, the one that would was running, like their term, their six year term ended in 2020. They their term ended. In the Senate, so they are no longer a United States senator. From what I'm getting from this, and you know that's how the Constitution works. For anyone who wasn't aware, that someone when it has an office <laughs> that has a fixed length term, regardless of what happens, their term ends on that day, and like there's no way to extend it unless you win again. But uh, it appears, uh, uh, I'm still looking. But a lot of these are just like, you have to wait until the elections are certified, which they have been since they're out of date. So. And then again, we ain't never had all this crap going on ever, so. 
we'll see. What I mean, I think just the biggest thing is them trying to keep him from running again. I just kind of had that corner case scenario, like Pence wouldn't pardon him. You know, that's too. That's like, you know, what is it James Madison's midnight judges or whatever? Yeah. Oh yeah, or John a- John Adams. Or if, if Pence elected not to take the twenty fifth ability, he wouldn't do a pardon. He, I wouldn't think. He hell, he said he yeah. He he decided not to. Pence said that it was not within his right and would set a bad precedent if he took the twenty fifth. And he he is right that it would definitely set a bad precedent for a scenario like that because the twenty fifth is one of those things of like it's generally speaking best if it's kept unused and that's definitely his statesmanship overriding his politics in that way hmm. also I don't think he'd do that after you know, being caught out Donald Trump poopy poopy pee pee pants pants what do you give me the election also, isn't there other talks I know of, like, Mike Pence 2024? <laughs> I mean, we'll just have to see. I mean, he's it's going to be rough yeah. for him. Yeah, he won't have a yeah, <laughs> He's already seen as a traitor. The 2024 primary is very, very much up in the air. No, I, I don't think anyone's going to predict I how mean, that's going to yeah. go. That's tough. I mean, like I said, my best prediction, like we I said before, we won't get into that, but I think it's Rubio. I mean, again, because he was supposed to be the face of the party, and then Trump said no, <laughs> and then and Trump did it. So, all right, what could we move into? Oh, I think a good transition. I forgot to mention this is uh, Trump being banned from all social media platforms. Mm, yeah, that's a good. One. And I'm going to go ahead and state this: that if you think that this is a suppression of free speech, you are crazy. Okay, first of all, (laughs) nowhere in the First Amendment does it say freedom to post on Twitter, (laughs) by the way. Okay, and also, something that's not protected under the First Amendment is, like, speech that incites violence. Yeah. And Trump kind of did that. So technically, he was already in violation of the First Amendment um, because I don't think people realize there there actually are limits on the First Amendment. You know, there's no, like libel, slander, um, inciting a rabble, I believe, is the one. Yeah. And, you know, there's obscenity. Um, so people don't realize that he kind of already, you know, did some things that weren't because he incited literally a riot and an insurrection. So I would consider that a violation of his First Amendment rights, and they should, you know, be stopped. But, on the other hand, the hypocrisy of the Republican Party is showing because they're like, oh, you know, we don't want a hand of government in our private business. We want to be able to do what we want to do. You know, we don't want all these government regulations. And then when a private business, a bunch of private businesses made decisions with their private business minds in their private business, Republicans are like, the government needs to stop this. This is a violation of free speech. Like, no, idiot. You've been pushing for companies to be able to kind of do this stuff. And then now you're like, it's, it's only cool when it doesn't affect you. You know, I think that's, that's like the kind of overarching story of the Republican Party is like, it's only cool unless it affects us. 
So, yeah, I mean, that's my thoughts on it. Sorry, Nolan. You get it. They all started with that wedding cake, the one for like the LGBT yep. couple, and they were like, well, it's a private company. They can refuse service to them. And then, you know, yep. and then they're like, wait a minute. You can't do that. <laughs> and like, it's funny because it's funny because Donald Trump literally has like a West Wing. Like, literally, has like a speaker that can like literally do like press conferences for him. He can like say stuff. He has like a network. He, he has a emergency like text thing where like we all got those alerts. They can literally still talk to us. Yeah. Want to do anything? So it was like his fault. <laughs> yeah, I remember those memes they had out. It's like a text from Donald Trump at three a.m. You up? <laughs> <laughs> That, I, that's like borderline patriot kind of thing, right? I, I believe yeah. it's debated how much power he directly has over that. And even in terms of law, like legally, how much power he has over that. Like, de facto, somebody probably has that control like, away from him. Like, there's the whole anecdotal story about all of the, like, the various powers being taken away from him. Like, everybody's like, you can't have this. Like, even the one about reportedly with the nuclear codes, apparently a snatch room or something like that. Uh, also, <laughs> as, okay. Uh, Good now, I'm, I'm still looking for if they are, act, like, when they're actually, oh, large parts of the internet do not have this answer. I thought your train of thought just completely derailed mid sentence, and I was about to holler. <laughs> Basically, like mid sentence, his brain just shut down. Did you see all the platforms he was banned on? Yeah, he's banned. He's oh, banned on Twitch, bro. We can't. Get within the past few Twitch, hours, bro. his Snapchat got banned. Yeah, yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> oh my god, dude, bro! I don't even know if he had a Twitch account, but apparently he can't use that platform anymore. He's also banned on Grinder. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's incredible. What a, what a year. Um, uh, you know, well, you guys know Birchall, but for the podcast listeners, Birchall was the guy we had on when we talked about the right um, a while back. And he texted me right as Trump was getting on, you know, getting banned on all these platforms. He's like, Republicans better shut up. <laughs> he was like, they gonna get, he's like, they're going to have government control of all these businesses. They keep acting like this. And I was like, I was like, yeah, bro, the Democrats are like, Oh, so it's like, wow, you want more government control? Yeah, we agree. Let's get that done. <laughs> it's like, it's like, bro, you're literally shooting yourself in the foot right now, bro. I've seen all these like, uh, like companies who are like signing agreements, like not to donate to like, like GOP mm-hmm. because of all this stuff. Like, yeah, I believe some of them involve like Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. Yeah, like, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>, stinky. <laughs> Tomorrow's gonna be like, uh, guys, uh, rights are wrong, okay? Uh, <laughs> take crew, take literally, literally after the rights, take crew was like, the whole time I was up here, it was just about <laughs> making sure the security of our elections is upheld. And I was like, take crew's literally. Shut up, bro. I was like, we all know what you were doing, bro. You were trying to kiss Donald Trump's ass even more. He has to throw another video film like next to a big bill with a cigar. <laughs> oh, and he just yeah. stamps the cigar out on top of it after he like shits on it for about five minutes. These are a list of slurs that are banned on Twitch. 
Now. Also, <laughs> I have looked across the internet as far as I am bothered, and I cannot find an answer as to when they actually take office. Presumably, it's before the 19th, because McConnell had said whatever thing he had said. Presumably, worst case scenario, McConnell's putting it off as long as he physically can until he's literally no longer the majority leader. And then it, uh, it's uh, Schumer, correct? That he would come in and then probably start mm-hmm. the first day that he could, and that's around the 19th. So I'm actually not quite sure if anyone wants to turn... If it, or if wants to turn on C-SPAN oh, right now and see if they're actually in session, <laughs> you might be able to uh, figure out how many are there. Yeah. Okay. I'll take what did you say? Slurs that were banned on Twitch? Yeah, that's what it's going to be next to. That big bill he was saying next to it was full of Oh, yeah. Words. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's like... Uh, like I said, you know, it's just, it's just kind of funny watching all these Republicans squander, uh, you know. They are not. When, when just... <laughs> but um, I think um, I lost my train of thought completely. I was talking about Pink's losing his train of thought bits in it. Then I uh, do we want to take a uh... – <laughs> I guess I was the clown. <laughs> yeah, we just – We can move on to the well, the GOP, like we're, you know, if they're getting funding and stuff cut. You know, that's a good way to go because we were supposed to talk about that anyway. So, do you know specifically, like, who got funding cut? I think Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz got cut. I think a lot of businesses stopped funding just the GOP in general. I don't know for sure, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I I, I don't think I remember, like, it was, like, a big-name company, though. Yeah. Oh, let me try to find something. I would have to say kind of a hot take of a – the way that these things usually go – is that they'll make a big fuss about not contributing funding anymore, and then a couple months will pass, everybody will forget. Well, everybody will forget about them not contributing funding, and then they'll probably start again, especially if they actually speak up for their interests. And then I found it. So it was like AT&T, Marriott. uh, J.P. Morgan said they're going to pause all political donations. But for AT&T and Marriott, they said they wouldn't donate to... uh, the senators that voted no on certifying the results. <laughs> also, wait, Facebook, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs said they're pausing PAC donations to both Republican and Democrat candidates for very oh. length of time. Hmm. Also, yeah, right. Uh, one thing that I was going to say when you talk about AT&T, AT&T was donating to political campaigns. I mean, I guess I, I, I suppose I shouldn't be surprised. But yeah, wait a minute. Corporations aren't uh, buying, giving money to politicians anymore. All right, <laughs> all right, that's fine, guys. That's nothing was lost. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that as soon as people aren't paying attention anymore, they'll they'll find a way for their own existence. Especially, yeah. <laughs> Bernie Sanders over here, like, well, yeah, especially telecoms that kind of rely on <laughs> government. The government. The government. Guns don't kill people, Hank. The government does. What was it, like, Citizens United that, like, started all this? So, like, made it all, like, constitutional? Um, for the, for the, uh, for the corporations to donate? Yeah. That was one of the, was it the, it was 20, was it, it was, like, 2012, right? 
I want to, I won't say earlier than that, but it was know. 2010 or 2012. It was it was during the like middle or end of the first Obama term because I remember when Stephen Colbert because I think he was he they were like you know running for president. Uh, he was like Stephen Colbert's running for president, and John Stewart was his super PAC. <laughs> and you know where they're not supposed to like explicitly talk to each other. They brought he brought John Stewart on the Colbert Report. And they're like, you know, dancing around the idea of donating to his campaign. And literally, like, we talked about this in one of my policy classes. Like, they're so close to literally just getting arrested. <laughs> but they were just trying to, you know, show you how, you know, how that kind of stuff works. It was, it was really, it's a really funny bit. Oh, that's fine. But, yeah, that's crazy that they stopped donating. I mean, I figured, you know, most people would be like, you know, companies trying to make themselves look better. Like, we do not support this stuff. <laughs> it all blows over and then just slide on a check. But, I mean, like I said, Pinkston's not wrong. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably go back to funding. And then back when, and then around when election season comes up, they'll like, they just kind of maybe pull it again or something. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's back on the forefront of everybody's mind. So a bunch of these senators and stuff and these congressmen are running for re-election. Matt Gates continues to just make me mad, not only by the way that he looks, but uh, <laughs> other things in general, too. Dude's head is just extremely large. Didn't he, like, make a joke or something, like, during his, like, uh, little, like, speech he gave before voting? I don't know. I, I don't care about him. I don't give him the, the, the time of day. I swear he made, like, a joke and everyone, like, nobody laughed or anything. Everybody's, like, he, like, ran through the riots. And was like, uh, what? <laughs> Probably sounds about right. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he... He seems like the kind of guy who likes to act like he's big, but in reality has no friends. <laughs> yeah, true. Which is why he keeps kissing up to Trump, but can't do that for much longer, can he? No. So, what was that? Okay, Malone. I'm oh, sorry, continue. Uh, I was saying she probably still can't kiss Trump, but until... <laughs> Just pull a Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Gates is, Matt Gates was paid hush money. Yeah, well, he said, Lee, I should have got money. He, he's kissing his butt for free, so. Yeah. Right, but well. um, we are talking about, uh, we were going to do uh, how the GOP kind of, you know, incited this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. you can start, Malone, since I think you probably have a little bit more on that since you threw out the idea out there. Yeah, I was just reading a little bit into, like, what was going on before the, uh, the whole riots and, like, during like the whole like speeches and getting the crowd riled up, and there were some GOP lawmakers that were referring to the moment as uh, the Republican seventeen seventy six moment, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Do you guys think, do you think it's not a seventeen seventy six moment because the point of seventeen seventy six was to overthrow a tyrannical government because not, you know. Uh, uh, not not a thing like uh... <laughs> democracy <laughs> like this like it was just you know those dudes were like you know they were just you know paying the british the british empire like all this stuff and you know getting no return on you know all these taxes they had to pay that didn't even affect them people were like this was our boston tea party i'm like bro are you crazy like have, did you go I mean, to school even the things like, like the boston tea party and all that were really big you know it literally caused the most powerful nation in the world to go all right germans fuck this area up whereas opposed to uh you know <laughs> they stormed the capital they stopped Biden being not uh, like officially named president like by all of six hours 
That's quite the revolution. All they did was just assure that their candidate doesn't get elected ever again. Yeah, for real. So, <laughs> looks like you have failed. I think I hope that they literally beat a cop to death with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. That's crazy. To be, you know, you know, like law and order, respect the police. You know, the dude who probably beat him to death was probably had the, you know, the thin blue line flag. You know, knowing how these people are. You guys so. think anything will happen to like the GOP lawmakers? That, Cause like I've been hearing things on CNN about like, like GOP lawmakers like help set it up and like. I've been hearing like weird stuff. Like they got rid of like panic buttons on like, uh, like Democrat senators' desks and stuff before the riot started. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't seen that. My, it was yeah. on CNN. I'm still waiting on what the DOJ DOJ report uh, says. But my hot take in terms of that is, you know, like I said about the 25th a week ago, is that while it is at least possible, and that says something else, it's not very likely. I doubt much will happen to them unless the DOJ gets involved and there's actually some, like, Watergate-tier stuff going on. The, uh, things are yeah. very usually very disappointing in terms of the amount of action they incur. And I, I think I was going to say that about the impeachment. Yeah, like, you need a two-thirds the impeachment. The you need a two-thirds vote in the Senate. I honestly don't <laughs> expect it to doing it. They'll have a trial. It'll go on beyond his, the end of his presidency and they'll acquit him again. <laughs> well, like I said, it's just depending on who wants to go down with the ship. Like, if you vote to, to you know, kick him out of office, then, because they're like, if we look at the certification of the election vote, the votes could go. Those people could do what they do. You know, stick with what they, you know, the Republicans could, who certified the election, could also stick with just the impeachment since, you know, it's kind of said and done. And they just don't want their party to be. Uh, one thing I thought of and almost immediately dismissed, but I remember now, uh, would Biden do a Gerald Ford moment? And in order to, in order, uh, at least no, in my mind, it was in order to uh, move on, move the country on, and just say we're done with this. It's over. Let's like start the process of healing and moving forward. Just go. Stop it by pardoning. I had also come to the conclusion very likely no. But I at least wanted to throw that out there. I don't think he did that. I mean, like, I think it just gets it just gives him like, such a bad look from the people who voted for him. Because, yeah. like, you look, I mean, same thing. Even with yeah, that's what he's remembered for. Like, and you know, like people in the time, that's what they like knew about yeah. him first is that he pardoned Nixon, and so I. And he fell. And he fell yeah. off the stairs on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Gerald Ford, and you're not. <laughs> but. I don't think Biden would uh, unpeach Trump. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I would like it to go through. You know, I'm, I'm an optimist. <laughs> so I'd like to see it. I'd like to see, you know, the, the impeachment go forward and actually work this time. But, you know, like, like Pink said, it's, 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 uh, Nixon would have been the only person to ever been removed from office if he hadn't resigned. And then also Andrew Johnson made a lot like a backroom deal, and he because he was one vote away from being removed from office. And there's a lot of like shady stuff that went on for him to to keep him in office. Yeah, no one's no one's actually there has never in the whole history of the U.S. ever been an actual conviction through impeachment, and there probably never will. 
<laughs> what if this happens? Things coming from the guy who's like, election night's going to be over early, boys. <laughs> six days later. More than six days for some people. Months later. later. <laughs> yeah, good one, Pinkston. Good one, Pinkston. We're not believing you again. Did you guys see when uh, Mitch McConnell was like talking about how he like, supports the impeachment and like What's his name? Tommy Lauren, like, made like a whole spill on Twitter. <laughs> and it, it was like trendy. It was like, everyone's like, uh, he's 78 years old. Like, this is probably his last term. He doesn't care, like, what you think. Cause she's like, she's like, you're never gonna get voted in again. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tommy Lauren also made a post where it's like talking about the, um, you know, the Trump ban from all these social media platforms and somebody was like, well, y'all started it with not wanting to give the gays a cake. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> the gays. I think that's what the tweet said. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, I just had a funny coming up. But literally, like, they, they started this, so. I was uh, talking to a guy today at work and we were talking about how the uh, Joint Chief of Staffs like all signed a letter condemning the riots, and he was like, "Did that this just go to show that like if we had civil war, uh, they all just back the union?" I was like, "Well, duh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, even even the civil war was a fluke <laughs> because most of the, like a lot of the good generals came from like Virginia. That was it. That was like what carried the Confederacy through the first half of the war. Uh, you wouldn't get that now. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> All the generals literally work for the United States, and it's like, hey, who wants to come fight for the the unknighted, the, the ununited states? And they're like, nah, bro, we're just gonna keep the job security. Yeah, but you got poor equipment. Yeah, less pay. Uh, no allies. And you'll probably get killed if you uh, if we lose. You want to come <laughs> <laughs> for treason? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm going to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. We say Me? something. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did we already talk about what might happen to Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and all the other ones? Um, I think we brought it up, but I don't think we like went deep on it. So you can't be fired, right? No, could you have to resign? Uh, That's why I had seen that uh, it was uh, Senator Omar was, I believe it's Senator, maybe Representative. I don't know. Uh, Omar. (laughs) That was uh, proposing a bill that would basically expel all of the representatives and senators who supported uh, contesting the votes or something like that. Obviously, it's going to go nowhere because, yeah, that's very hyper-partisan, but at least there was a push to be like, get out. I think at that rate, they would actually the the representatives and senators themselves would have to be impeached, wouldn't they? Wait a second. I suppose it says the the Constitution gives the Senate the power to expel any member by a two thirds vote. So, um, I mean, I don't know if they do that though. Like, like Pinkston said, it's kind of, our government's like we're going to do all this, and then they just you know, never get to see yeah, that. Rate, you would have to have. You know, 17 Eight. senators out of 49, you know, obviously excluding the one that's going to get sit out in that own party to object, like, be like, yeah, get him out, which is 
going to be going to be hard to do, I would think. And when it comes like push to shove, they're not going to eject one of their own party members, so they get a special election, and probably a Democrat comes in. They'll hold, they'll hold on until their fingers fall off in 2022, just so they retain 50, and can maybe if one of the Democrats objects, shut down something. I mean, yeah, it's 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 kind of a thing to where I think of it like. If they don't like resign or try to distance themselves so far away from it that they want everybody to forget, which their their opponents and their their next elections will not let them forget. But it's like it's I, they just have they're just gonna have such a hard time, you know, continuing on from here. You know, because like even like their own party and everybody's looking at them like. Yeah, definitely the firebrands of the like that we're trying to you basically we're running on Trump's going to be our guy. Uh, I I don't think they're going to fare very well in a in a Senate and a House that is not receptive to them, that openly doesn't like them, especially in case of of the House probably, and an administration that is not going to try and do anything that they can throw themselves behind. I mean, yeah, it's it's like. It's just kind of like I don't know, like like Pinkston said, it, it's 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 hard for me to think that anything's really going to happen to them. Um, they're they're just kind of outcasts now, <laughs> you know, and uh, they'll probably mm-hmm. just lose their next election. Like that's probably going to be them leaving if they don't get pushed so hard to resign and like before then. Uh, and to be know? fair, you know, I predicted before all this happened, and I think I still stand by it because this will be one of the factors, but not probably not the factor that a lot of the ones that just came in, like uh, Tuberville. And some of the others will probably wind up embellished in scandal that will probably involve hookers, and they'll eventually wind up resigning anyway before their you know six year term is over. Yeah, Tuberville was one of the ones he just got elected. He's like protesting and like contesting the election results. It's like, bro, shield. We you're literally you literally got in on those contested results. Yeah, congratulations, you beat qualified Doug Jones. Because your state, I mean, I can't say much about Alabama, but Tennessee elected Marsha Blackburn, and who's it? He's a Bill Haggerty, a Bill, Bill that wall, Bill that wall Haggerty. It's like I don't know. I, I just like like Pinkston said. We talked about it before. I see a lot of these people's futures, you know, not being being around much longer. Their future ended when you know Biden went over two seventy votes. That was their 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 whole gravy train was the president, and now the president is about to be somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they started working at like a like a failing restaurant, and then the restaurant fails. And they're like, well, we can still have our jobs here, right? It's like, I mean, the restaurant's not here, bro. <laughs> you literally have nowhere to go. Are they still like debating on uh, DC statehood? Uh, I think DC should. I, I don't know. Uh, by statehood, you mean like having representation in Congress and the Senate? Uh, electoral votes. Yeah. They have electoral I votes. Did, I did don't see, and it is a tradition when all the, any new Congress starts that, especially newly elected people, throw in a bunch of their stuff that they want. I did see that Tennessee's ninth senator uh, proposed a bill that would basically call for D.C. statehood. So there is there is a renewed push 
for DC to be a state, which personally I don't want. Uh, the reason that DC was made a state in the first place is so that no representative, no senator, whoever would have a preference of any state. Because they, they were about to put it in either Pennsylvania or Virginia. And they, were gonna, they realized that if they put it in any one state, then that state would receive preferential treatment because all of those representatives and senators live there. You know, the president lived there. And so that was the reasoning for mm-hmm. making a special district out of it. And at that rate, it would almost be better to absorb D.C. into, you know, Maryland or something like that than to make it. And just add three senators or, you know, to adjust. Or sorry, add three senators. I mean, add three representatives. Or, sorry. you know, adjust Maryland's population, you know, accordingly. And just do that instead of waiting for the next census. And just... Yeah, I, I kind of see what Pinkston's coming from. It's like giving, I mean, uh, DC, you know, I don't think they, it's, it's weird. Like, like if they get electoral votes, you know, why don't they have representation in Congress? But then, you know, like Pinkston said, the whole point of DC was just to be like super neutral, you know, just a mm. neutral ground where there's no like favoritism because it's, it's literally just chilling there, you know? But yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they should. They'll probably eventually get representation in Congress. I could... Does does Congress and the Senate come at the same? Like, if they got representation, if they got three, uh, not not three congressmen. They, if they got like one congressman, because um, sorry, I forgot I forgot how the electoral college works <laughs> for a second. So they get one congressman or congresswoman, and then they get two senate. Oh, would they get two senators automatically? Do they have to get them, or could they just have just Congress? Uh, I don't every know state works. by definition has two sen- two senators. If they are not a state, yeah, but they're not a state. Uh, I believe it's both in the House and the Senate that both the D.C. and several territories have non-voting participants, so they can be there. They just can't vote on anything. But in that case, it would, I guess, be up to whichever bill or proposition was defining uh, D.C. as to have these votes. And I don't. Somebody's probably going to protest this. I don't believe you would need a constitutional amendment to. Because it's like, it defines the Senate and the House as having these represent like voting members for states. I don't think you would need to modify the Constitution for that, but they might try to have voting members for DC. But it would likely be. Yeah, but like, how do they determine like who's a native of that state? Like, where it's so. Uh, I mean, natives of other states aren't they just people who like live in the state? Yeah, but like where DC is so small, you give yourself such a small. I mean, DC has a lot of people living there. It's just I'm just thinking. I mean, they have a census and everything, and I guess you use the same metrics as you would any state because then if somebody's not a resident of DC by the census, then they're logically a resident of some other state. That's true. I guess yeah, that works. Yeah, I just didn't know how it worked, but that makes sense. I forgot citizens take the census. Well, you got anything on uh, oh on DC, and then we can go to the last little topic that I'm thinking of. So, no, speaking of statehood, just a little quick throwing it out there. What about Puerto Rico? I'll fight tooth and nail for Puerto Rico to become a state. Mm. I like I. I think they should. I mean, I think uh, the only too. circumstance where I think they wouldn't if they get some because apparently, as of a decade ago, they were having pretty big debt issues if by somehow them becoming a state means that that gets worse 
then they might want to put it off. But, I mean, they have the population. They have the, you know, they've been part of the U.S. since, I believe, at least about 120 years. I don't see why not. Do they pay federal income taxes? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. If they do, then absolutely, yeah, they should <laughs> Yeah, just basically, yeah, I agree with one of them. Like, bro, if you're paying us money, bro, you, you deserve representation in the Congress and Senate. I still think that part of the reason the fight against Puerto Rico is people like the the fact that 50 is a round number and don't want 51. And that's that's yeah. it. Like, bro, like, just what? chill. <laughs> it's, like, it's like if we're going to sit here and, you know, have them chilling here with us for this long and them not get representation, then... I mean, at that rate, make... Uh, Puerto Rico state, combine the Dakotas into one state, we still have 50, problem solved. I mean, yeah, both of the Dakotas combined have less less population than Manhattan, so. Is that our own territory? No, we have a bunch of, well, we have like the Virgin Islands and stuff, right? Yeah. Just make all of them Republicans never win again. <laughs> That's like we don't want, we don't want these to be states. And someone's like, "Why?" And they're like, "Because you know, <laughs> we wanted to build the wall." Yeah, I mean, by that metric too, uh, Puerto Rico doesn't vote for president because they don't have you know the, all the electoral the electors are from mm-hmm. all the states in DC, but not Puerto Rico because they they can't vote for president. Like they they yeah. I'm just I'm just saying if they became you know states and stuff, Republicans probably wouldn't be too hot in Puerto Rico, especially even 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 with the you know Donald Trump being you know pretty racist against Hispanic people and uh, going to Puerto Rico and like you know shooting threes at the crowd with with paper towels. So I, mean, I don't think they're too fond of Republicans after that one. But you never know. I mean, they could you don't ever know how they could vote. I, you know, I'd assume it'd be a you know a, a blue a blue state if it became a state. I was wondering about that. If they were, I, I mean, I mean hopefully we're not back there. in the Mason Dixon era where people oppose statehood because they would vote against the things that they wanted. Oh well, you know that's that's how I mean, it is. I mean, yeah, I just showed an example of how where it was that that you know 150 years ago. The. Republicans literally just don't want Puerto Rico to be a state. They're gonna be like, it sends you this bullshit like, oh, bro, we like the even 50 number. Like, no, you don't want it to be a state because they don't like you. <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious, but I hope they become a state. Puerto Rico would also be cool, it would, you know, add a lot of diversity to the United States and give us a, you know, pretty, you know, pretty area and stuff. You know? uh, I would say that that. I, I don't mean to speculate, you know, no offense to Florida or Texas, but that might also be the first majority Hispanic state. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. You can, like, you can join the military as, a, like, a Puerto Rican to become a citizen. Like, there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in my, like, basic, like, huh. flight. And they were like, they're like, I'm just trying to become a citizen. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's all I got on Puerto Rico, unless y'all got anything else. Nah. Thank you, guys. Uh, 
Well, apparently the president put out a video on the White House YouTube channel uh, at least some point today, and he basically – I've been trying to go through it this whole episode. I have not gotten very far in my uh, internet crash trying to look for if those people were actually inducted into the Senate already. But he also – he definitely called out uh, the, the Capitol Hill violence. He said that this was a, a, something that no true supporters of his could endorse. Uh, yeah, I think he's just trying I mean, to save his own skin. I think I saw yeah. that. He's just trying to save his own skin. Dude literally, dude literally told them pretty much. As, as, like, as soon as almost, he... Almost legitimately just said... As soon as he this. said that like he would commit to a peaceful transition of power, I was like, he's afraid of what they might try and do to him. Basically. Yeah, he's like, bro, they might kill me. <laughs> they turned on every Republican that isn't, you know, and they turned on cops. <laughs> so it's like... It's like then they turn on Trump. I mean, I got to speculate. This is probably something we can fill a whole, up, whole episode with if the Trump movement will eventually turn on Trump. Like how, at least for, you know, credit to Senator Sanders, that he recognized that the movement he kind of helped start was beyond him. That it, he wasn't this, the any alpha and omega of that movement. That it extends beyond him. He was like, well, when it comes time, uh, at least uh, after 2016, it seemed like the, the, the message was when it comes time, I will step out of the way and you guys can pick somebody else to help lead. You know, that in 2020, he decided to lead again. But like, oh, Ted Cruz just takes it over. If, if Ted oh, Cruz God. becomes a progressive, I will. No, not, not Bernie's movement. <laughs> I'm talking about Trump. I mean, in this case, they would wind up turning on Trump because he was not Trump enough. <laughs> it's still their, their party is the Trump party, and they don't like Trump because he's not Trump. Uh, it ultimately comes down to if you don't vote for me, you're not Trump. It ultimately enough. comes down to whether supporters watch this video I'm trying to watch right now and either think he's being manipulated into saying this, which is you know the normal batshit stuff they say, or they think that he's somehow too soft and given up, and they will go on without him or something like that. Who? Who knows? The whole that whole group is in shambles, and they have been since the sixth. Yeah. So, uh, unless y'all got anything else, that's that's all I got. I'm good. And now I'm good. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode. We'll, uh, I think we'll probably put out one more episode on inauguration day, and then take a little break and wait for you know more content to show up. So stay tuned for I guess the final episode of quote unquote this season next week and then we enter season two of the Biden season. Yeah, so. hopefully we'll be able to have a break and there won't be something to talk about within, you know, 24 hours like last week. Yeah, hope, hopefully, hopefully this podcast becomes boring as hell. But until uh, till next week, we'll see y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. See you. See you. Bye.